0: Hello and welcome to the second podcast of the In and Outhouse Success. My name is Tina Tribal, and today's podcast is about the success outside of a law firm. I will be talking to Divangi Ganatra in Mumbai and about her path from being a lawyer to a self-made woman to being employed. Divangi, it's such a pleasure having you. Please tell us I
1: thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. Tell us a bit uh, about about your path.
1: Well, um, I studied law after I graduated in economics and commerce. And of course, we were studying for our NUS course in international business laws. Um, It was a fabulous experience because as a student, you're exposed to so many different perspectives, cultures and traditions. Um, After that year, though, I came back to India and worked in a couple of law firms. Um, The irony was despite doing corporate law, I came back to work in litigation, which was interesting. It was something that I wasn't very keen on doing. But you kind of realize that when it comes to law, it's so important to have a foothold on legal processes and how they actually work on ground. So um, that's what I did. I came back. I litigated. Um, And I enjoyed all of the debating, the drafting skills, um, you know, learning how you can view a law from different perspectives. But I still felt like I wanted to do something a little more different. So I decided to take plunge from being a lawyer to an entrepreneur. And uh, it's been an interesting journey. So I started a company called Vivart that dealt with um, jewelry, Um, not fine jewelry, not costume jewelry. Uh, it was essentially me realizing that there was a void in the semi-precious jewelry market in India. You either had brands that were exorbitant or brands that were very inferior quality. And there was nothing in the market where you could get one-of-a-kind jewelry in high-quality materials without breaking the bank. So um, that's how I started Vivat. And that was my journey to exit the legal space and into the crazy world of entrepreneurship what I what, what it really did for me is understanding as an entrepreneur how different life is um, from being a lawyer not just you know how you live your day-to-day life but also how the mindset that you go into work with um, and I think in the last couple of years more than ever before we've all seen it we've heard it we have felt it You know, that desire to just walk away from the daily grind and do something that you love. And it's not an easy decision to make. It wasn't easy then. And it's not easy even now. Um, But for various reasons, we're seeing lawyers take off in different directions from their degree. And I think it's interesting because in India, especially over the last three or four years, we have seen such a shift in business direction from people across all fields and lawyers especially, right, you're trained to be cautious, you're focused on precedent and risk containment. Whereas as an entrepreneur, you you're so focused on creating new business models, identifying voids in the market, and you cannot afford to be risk averse. So um, I think if there are a couple of stages that you look into before you jump into entrepreneurship, that is so important. Um, One of them, of course, is not being afraid to leave law, like not considering that I'm leaving law and I'm a failure because you're not. It's it, it's a mindset that needs to change, um, because you need to define first and foremost what success means to you. Like for you, for example, it could success could mean you know being doing a fabulous job, whether it's working in house or at a law firm in the legal field. And for somebody else, it could mean not having to work for somebody else and doing something on your own even if you're not taking a massive salary home whatever your definition of success though right it's not wrong it's so different because it's such a subjective individual feeling so um, I think if you define that it helps you to build a side hustle which is what I started doing with Vivart and uh, I think one of my lessons from that is don't quit your job immediately <laughs> You know, it is important to bring that on as a side hustle. Um, and it's important, especially when you have bills to pay. And But beyond paying the bills, I think it also helps you know yourself better. Not a lot of us ourselves wholly, right? Like, what is it that we like? What is it that we don't like? Versus what is it that we're really good at, right? It's that intersection of those two things that is so important because you always forget You always think what you're good at is what you like doing and vice versa. And that's not necessarily always true. It's this key intersection that I think anybody, whether they're in-house, whether they're working in a law firm and, you know, when they're thinking of shifting to entrepreneurship, it's something you need to think about because it's really what lays the key foundation to your journey moving forward. So yeah, definitely build a side hustle ask yourself some very tough questions learn from me i didn't ask myself a lot of the tough questions um i learned along the way so um you know ask yourself what are your gifts what are your values what gets you excited what does your ideal life look like what activity can you do for hours and you could lose track of time but you're so immersed in it and you're enjoying it you know because that as you start to shortlist things it helps to define a purpose to help identify possible business ideas. So, you have to be ready to be really objective and brutally honest with yourself and also understand the market. Like me with Vivart, it was identifying a perennial cost versus quality and design dichotomy in the Indian market when it came to jewelry. Now, nothing that would feel like a worthwhile investment to someone who's just started earning was available in the market, right? Without breaking the bank. So, when I recognize that, I also recognize that you have to be cognizant of your time and set realistic goals for yourself. Um, test these questions, trouble friends and family. I think test things out on friends and family. I had a very supportive system of family and friends who helped me identify things, who helped me say, no, this is good. This is bad. You were one of them, Tina you have been so supportive of everything I did. You you bought stuff, you gave me feedback and it was amazing. And I think having that kind of a system is so helpful to anybody who's just starting out. I mean, I, I remember also, everybody has to know this. I remember you and I having a conversation about how there is no better time than now to do what you want to do. And you told me that, It's the best time now to unlearn and learn or expand your worldview and really understand what it is that you want from life. And I think those words that you said to me helped me learn so much about the mechanics of a business. Because when you're going into entrepreneurship, whether it's accounting, social media, design, your target audience, these are processes that I don't think anybody talks about, and I think everybody needs to talk about that because it what helps you. It's what helps you to really build smooth client connections and always have a pulse on your business.
0: Thanks so, so much, yeah, thanks for that. I, I didn't know that that I was helping so much, and obviously for everybody, um, Divangi and um, I know us sort of. We know each other from some studies um, a few years back. Um, What is really interesting, what you said, that lawyers are normally very cautious. But as you said, as an entrepreneur, you cannot be cautious. So I think whether you are staying in-house or going external or become an entrepreneur, um, and if you do it for short or long term, you will always have a different perspective and learn that. And then you might be as well be much better able to advise your clients because you know their side and their fears, when you just limit their sort of possibilities, because you are just too cautious. So I think that's really, really interesting what you what you just uh, dis- described. And um, I was just thinking, um, do you have, let's say, from all the tips and all the experience you 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 just shared, do you just have three tips for young lawyers or in house counsels? you could share with us?
1: Good question. Um, I, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think one of the, the first things that I would say is it's important to think like a business owner. It goes back to what you said about lawyers being kind of risk averse. I think it's interesting what you also said, because if you look at it from a different perspective, if As a lawyer, you can jump out of your training of how you're supposed to look at something and really expand your worldview towards more options. Not only are you finding ways to interpret law a certain different way, but you're also opening up to various possibilities with the opposite party. A lot of times when we're sitting across the table as lawyers, you forget that at times behind a company or behind an association, There are people with human emotions, with human investments, with so much put in. So I think you definitely need to start thinking like a business owner, whether you're staying within the legal field or not. Uh, And that is because in business, you will find that you approach situations differently. And there are times you go against the grain, whether it's to build relationships, increase goodwill, Or make decisions based on what's better for your business long term, along with your reputation. So the training that we get in the legal field has a lot to do with removing ambiguities, minimizing risk. But those are the exact two things that don't work for entrepreneurs. So it's great to be idealistic, but it's so important to understand risks that are existing there and explore possibilities to maximize your output and work results. But I have to say, You cannot take away the fact that law teaches you so much discipline and how to stay organized. And it really trains you for putting in those long hours that you're going to need to as an entrepreneur, you know, because you're literally your own boss and you have to do everything by yourself.
0: So let's sum Um, it up. Law is the perfect foundation to be equipped to go in-house, outside, entrepreneur, etc. Right. So that's that's number one. So let's go to to number two.
1: Number two would be um, never, ever minimizing the importance of networking and marketing. The hours you spend at work, brainstorming, designing, traveling can be so exhausting. But as an entrepreneur, you have got to go out there, socialize in certain circles and get your brand a lot of exposure. Yes, quality work speaks for itself, but in today's day and age, aggressive marketing has become extremely important. So it's so essential to have your pulse and do a few courses, do a few courses in social media marketing, understand how things actually work to reach out to wider audiences, because without visibility, sadly, or. I don't know, it's just it, it's not the best way for any brand to go with just word of mouth today. You need to be out there at times and people's faces. And the third lesson is it's easy to start a business, right? It's easy to start something. You've asked yourself the tough questions. You're starting something. You're like, okay, I'm good to go. But I think we forget that the most difficult lesson when you start a business is learning how to sustain that business. And there's so much competition in the market. Pricing becomes a vantage point. You have to prioritize certain goals to ensure long-term growth for the brand. Keep some time aside every day to focus on long-term strategy beyond just your everyday goals. And also know when to exit gracefully. For me, I after eight long years, I chose to close Vivart because I realized I had certain shortcomings in how I was presenting the brand online. Too much happened in the digital marketing space in like those eight years and I hadn't caught up. You know, so know when to leave in a dignified, graceful manner and know that it's not a failure. You've just learned from it and you can always go back to doing something you love again. And for me, I went back to working full time again for some time and I'm loving it. But I know that once you're bitten by an entrepreneur bug, you're going to want to go back to doing something of your own. So I think it's important. The lesson is to, you know, definitely learn and to focus on the long-term picture and uh, manage your work-life balance it's not easy but it's not impossible
0: thanks so much i think that sums it up like take care of your work-life balance and uh entrepreneurship is definitely one path you can succeed and how i heard sort of once sort of you've been infected with it sort of you can't stay out of it and we sum it up um Studying law is always a very good foundation for us. So, Divangi, many, many thanks uh, for talking to you. And let's see, maybe in half a year, um, I'll invite you again and we'll speak um, a bit more about the, what you have been doing in, in 2022. Thanks so much.
1: This is so lovely, Tina. Thank you so much for taking this initiative. It's so interesting and I can't wait to see all of the things you do and to just hear so much more. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. Thank
0: Thank you.